You can buy red paint made from the real blood donated by gay men. A Saudi man married 53 times in 43 years in order to find stability. And the Beyond Meat Company's executive was arrested for biting a man's nose nearly off. These are the Weird Stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. I'm Jonesy. I'm the host. Thanks for joining me today. I have three weird news segments from all around the world. Let's get right into it. You can now buy red paint made from the blood of real gay men. There's a creative team composed of the agency Mother and artist Stuart Semple. They just released an entire paint collection that's made from real blood. That's right, real blood. It's called the Gay Blood Collection. It includes a fountain pen, screen printing ink, acrylic paint, spray paint, and a marker, all in the same deep red, apparently made from the blood of gay men. Why would they create this? I'm very curious. I'm sure you are as well. It's called the Gay Blood Collection, appropriately. It was created to protest an outdated FDA rule that places limits on gay men donating blood. In 2018, a creative team printed some t-shirts with ink made from the blood of gay men. The Blood is Blood Initiative was began. It was meant to protest a very controversial food and drug administration rule forged at the height of the AIDS crisis, which banned men who have sex with men from donating blood. So gay men not allowed to donate blood. The policy was updated in 2015, then again in 2020, but there are still limitations apparently on whether gay and bisexual men can actually donate their blood. Today it would seem that the FDA considers a gay man a bigger threat to the blood supply than a straight man who is treated for, let's just say, herpes. The Gay Blood Collection has a range of products from $30 to $200 a piece. These supplies are designed to be protest tools for people to print shirts, paint protest signs, and sign petitions to fight back against what they're calling the FDA's homophobic and outdated policies. In an effort to support those affected by the policy, all proceeds from these sales will go to the Callen Lord Community Health Center, which is a New York City-based primary care center that serves LGBT communities locally. And now Semple and Mother are turning to the most fundamental color of all, blood red, to push their agenda. Uh, with the gay blood collection, however, this idea actually transcends color, uh, according to Semple. My blood and your blood aren't that much different, are they? Our blood could be purple. The point is, we've all got the same stuff running through us, don't we? Semple says that blood isn't an effective colorant, at least not in the quantities needed to create high-quality paint. If stored improperly, blood can actually grow harmful bacteria, and when it's exposed to air, it turns brown. Too much blood in paint can also impact the consistency and the viscosity of the paint. So in the case of the acrylic paint, the team had to encapsulate small quantities of it inside resin binders. So in order to mimic the color of blood, they used a blend of pigments, both mineral and synthetic. As for the actual blood, the purpose is more symbolic than practical. Semple says, you're painting with the blood of a creative person who donated it. I'm not relying on it to boost the color or make it stick. I'm relying on it to convey a very important meaning. And now it is worth noting that the Gay Blood Collection 
is launching the very same year that the American Red Cross has declared its worst blood shortage in over a decade. Yeah, they're struggling to get donors. If the outdated and discriminatory FDA policy were eliminated, more than 600,000 pints of blood could be added to the system every year. Perhaps that's mind-boggling. That mind-boggling of a number should be painted on a protest sign in blood red. And I agree. I think it's very silly to turn away blood at a time of crisis. Clearly, they're having the less, uh, the least amount of output that they've had in a very long time. And a lot of people are getting ill. A lot of people are being hospitalized. You know, there's something called a pandemic still rattling around in the world. And so I'd imagine you need a lot of pints of blood. Why would you turn away blood? Why would you be so foolish and discriminatory to turn away the blood from the LGBT community? Now, this particular weird story goes beyond the blood in the paint aspect of it. It's sort of indicative of just very outdated points of view that we still have in the culture where there's a fear around the LGBT community. Uh, the fear, I don't know of what, I don't know. Uh, you know, I believe it dates back from the AIDS crisis, correct? When there was a big fear. Uh, but, you know, these are things that we have to get over because, uh, you know, people need blood, obviously. And to turn down a source just seems foolishness to me. But that's just me. What do you guys think of the situation? Call my show, 646-450-2012. Looking for peace and stability, a Saudi man married 53 times in 43 years. That doesn't sound like a lot of stability to me. Marrying this many times just brings on more instability, I'd imagine. But then again, what do I know? about Saudi relationships. Let's learn a little bit here. The article says, with the aim to find some stability in his life, a Saudi man married 53 times in 43 years. He mentioned his decision was not for seeking any personal pleasure, but in the hopes of looking for peace and stability. Uh, seems like a very strange way to find some peace in your life. This is way too many partners, man. This guy's name is Abu Abdullah. He's 63 years old. He told the media that his first marriage, which was at the age of 20, and his then wife was six years older than him. He's nicknamed polygamous of the century. The man revealed the shortest of his 53 marriages last only a single night. How does a marriage last a single night? Uh, she wasn't pleased with the size of his wee wee or uh, maybe his home. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how a marriage disintegrates in such a short time. Although if it's one of these arranged marriages, you know, you show up and you're like, hey, I didn't uh, sign up for this. Uh, here's a quote from this Saudi guy, the uh, polygamist of the century. When I first married, I did not plan to marry more than one woman because I was feeling comfortable and I had some children. But after a while, there were some problems, and I decided to marry again when I was 23 years old, and I informed my wife of my decision as well. It says here, this decision did not resolve his search for a woman, making him happy. According to the media, he stated that as problems began between his two wives, he decided to marry a third and a fourth, and eventually divorced his first two wives. How many wives can you have? I just, I still haven't been able to wrap my head around this. I don't think there's a limit over there. You could probably have a couple hundred, but that's a couple hundred problems. Jay-Z said more money, more problems. 
Did he say that? Was it P. Diddy? I think P. Diddy said more money, more problems. Uh, what they all could say instead of that is more wives, more problems. I think that's a lot of um, you, more husbands, more problems, more partners, more problems, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know how you balance even two. How do you do that? This guy claimed to have treated all his wives fairly and admitted that even though most of his wives were Saudi women, he married some foreign women as well to break, protect himself from vices when he stayed overseas during his business trips for three to four months. He married in foreign lands. <laughs> this guy's just you know, someone goes on a business trip and just gets married a couple times. You have to have some tolerant women at home to put up with all of that. How was your trip, honey? Oh, it was great. We closed the deal. For the business, and I also closed several marriages as well. You'll be happy to hear. <laughs> Here's another quote from this guy, the polygamist of the century. Every man in the world wishes to have one woman and remain with her forever. I know this. Stability is not to be found with a young woman, but with an old one. This guy's all over the place. <laughs> so he's just, I mean, his first wife was older than him. I assume the others were as well. Uh, but as he gets older, the difficulty in finding older women, I'd imagine. He's 63. He's trying to marry some 95-year-olds. I mean, I'd imagine there's not too many out there. Too many 95-year-olds that are single anyways. Is there a dating app for this? Older Saudi women swiping. I'm, that's a terrible joke. I'm just trying to roll with it here. Despite his track record, Abdullah, the polygamist of the century, is now married to only one woman and has no plans of remarrying. That's a lot of divorces, dude. Wow. Does this guy this guy have any of his money left? I don't know how it works over there, but if you were to do this in the US, you would lose all your money in the marriages. I mean, on a per state basis, but in general, not affordable to go through this many divorces. Just the lawyer fees in general, too much, too much. This guy's probably one of those oil princes or whatever. You know, these guys have so much money, they don't know what to do with it. They can afford to divorce 50 times, I'd imagine. I mean, regardless if you can afford it or not, I just I question these choices. Uh, the search for stability isn't hopping from one marriage to the other, in my opinion. It just seems like you're just inviting so much confusion and chaos into your life at this point. And how many children? It doesn't mention in the story, but I'd imagine he's probably got 100 children as well. This has got to be confusing as hell because these children, they have a new stepmother every other month, it seems like. This is just a strange way to go about it. This is kind of like a speed dating taken to a very serious level. I don't recommend. The Beyond Meat Company's executive was arrested for biting a man's nose. This took place in Arkansas. A food company executive for Beyond Meat, which is an, an anti-meat company. It's a non-meat, although it has meat in the title. Very confusing. This guy was arrested on a pair of charges after he bit a man's nose in a parking garage in Fayetteville. His name is Doug Ramsey. He's 53 years old. He's the COO of Beyond Meat, and he was arrested on charges of terroristic threatening and third-degree battery. According to the report, the incident happened at a parking garage near Razorback Stadium following Arkansas's victory over Missouri State. At 10 p.m., a police officer was dispatched for a disturbance in the parking garage. Two males with bloody faces were found at the scene. 
The police officer spoke with both parties and a witness and determined that Mr. Ramsey was allegedly in the traffic lane of the structure attempting to leave when a Subaru got in front of his Bronco. Uh, Ramsey got out of the vehicle and allegedly punched through the back windshield of the Subaru. That's pretty wild behavior from someone who is, uh, I, I imagine, a, a, a vegan. Uh, vegans don't really act like this, do they? They're usually pretty docile. Uh, I think a lack of meat in your diet will calm down some of your aggression. I'm saying that from personal experience. I tried to go vegetarian for a little while, and I lost all my strength. I couldn't throw a punch if I tried. So this is pretty surprising behavior. But perhaps this guy is a meat eater. In general, he bit someone's nose off practically. So yeah, maybe. Uh, says the owner of the Subaru stated that this guy pulled him in close and started punching his body. My goodness. Ramsey then bit the owner's nose off. The owner of the car that he was displeased with. Bit the owner's nose, ripped the flesh on the tip of the nose, ripped it right off. This is horrible. The victim and the witness also reported hearing Ramsey threatened to kill the owner of the Subaru. Occupants of both vehicles had to get out and help the situation, and Ramsey was arrested and booked into the county jail. The company Beyond Meat was reached out for comment, but they did not have a response because they're not prepared for this kind of stuff. The PR person would never imagine that an executive would bite the flesh off a human being in a drunken argument in a parking deck, I'd imagine. It's very silly. And this story is just, not only is it weird, it's just filled with so much irony that an executive of Beyond Meat is biting off the meat of a person's face. I mean, I guess he had, he'd gone long enough without meat and was like, you know what? I really need a steak. Oh, dying for a burger. Just went to a football game. It's like, oh, man. Looking at those sausages and hot dogs and trying to control himself. Then eventually had enough booze. Someone pissed him off. And that nose just looked really tasty, really enticing. He's like, this might be the meat that I'm looking for. Hello, everyone. This is Jonesy. I want to take a moment to thank you for listening to this episode of Weird AF News in its entirety. There are a lot of podcasts out there, and you uh, stuck with mine. And I just appreciate that. I appreciate your time. We'll keep this outro very brief. Uh, Tomorrow is Friday, so if you guys want to send me any Florida stories, in case you're new to the show, on Friday we only do weird news from the state of Florida. You can email me links to funnyjones at gmail.com. You can tweet them at me, at funnyjones, or you can slide them into my Instagram DMs, at funnyjones as well. Uh, So I would appreciate that. If you want to support the show, please tell a friend about Weird AF News. That's a very simple solution. It doesn't cost you much other than a few words and a little bit of your time. Um, I find people are always talking about the podcasts that they're currently listening to. And uh, this podcast offers a nice, I don't know, escape from the mainstream news debacle that uh, we're going through. And it just seems to get a little crazier and crazier, right? Doesn't it? So Weird AF News, you, know, you learn something about the weird world and maybe you know, maybe I insert a few laughs in there. Not always. We do our best. If you'd like to support the show with a few ducats, you can join the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to the official website of Weird AF News, which is pretty simple. It's weirdafnews.com. This website is actually paid for by my patrons. So big shout out to all my patrons. Much love. All right. I hope you have a lovely day, night, morning. I don't know when you're listening to this, but 
We'll see you tomorrow on Florida Friday. Don't miss it now. Don't miss it.